0: To the creative journey podcast where we explore various aspects of creativity and mindfulness let's grow and expand together if you would like to get in contact with us please email creativejourney.kc at gmail.com if you would like to join us each week on zoom please send an email to community at acb.org
1: Hello, everyone. I want to thank you again for coming tonight. Um, Kayla is on vacation, so I am filling in for her. And today we've decided that we are going to change it up a little bit and have a little fun and get to know each other a little bit better. So Courtney, or not Courtney, Kayla, um, gave me some questions um, to ask everybody. So... We'll start, and if you want to share, just raise your hand, and Desi will call on you. Um, You don't have to share, but I hope that you will. Okay, so the first question is, what is something you would never do that sounds fun? Me, I would like to go skydiving. It sounds so much fun, but I know I would never do it because I'm I'm kind of scared of heights. Does anybody else have anything? Come on, everybody. Put those hands up in the air.
2: Yes. Tori, I know you've got oh. to have something you'd like to do. Oh, we've got a couple of three. Oh, good. We're getting more and more. All right. Yay. The first person is Tori. Go ahead, Tori.
3: Seeing you knew
2: it, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: the thing that I would absolutely love to do, but um, I know I never will because it, it sounds fun, but I'm so not doing it, is actually um, skiing. I love the idea of, of shooting down a hill on skis or something like that, downhill skiing. But um, considering the fact that... Um, I know from um, seeing my husband how dangerous that can be because he actually had an artificial knee because of an accident when he um, collided with a tree. Oh, Um, no. While doing that, I know that it's definitely not safe. And I know for a fact that I wouldn't actually go through with it, but it doesn't sound so much fun. (laughs) plus i'd have to go to somewhere snowy potentially to do it properly so that would be an added bonus i'll just go play in the snow i think
1: (laughs) right
2: (laughs) okay who do we have next next is lynn schneider go ahead lynn hi okay this is my um guilty
4: thing that i would love to be able to do you guys are probably going to think i'm really really nuts now But I love the sound of breaking glass. So like if I had like an old building that no one's in, not going to hurt anyone. If I could take something really heavy and just like throw it through the window and listen to the glass break.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I I probably should get help.
4: I mean, I don't want to hurt anybody and I don't want to hurt anything, okay? I just like the sound of like, I have a whole bunch of sound effects of, um, glass breaking. And again, I don't want anyone breaking my window and I don't want to break anyone else's, but like, if I had a window out in the middle of nowhere that no one wants or you needs anymore, I would just take something heavy and go pew and listen to that glass. Just break.
6: <laughs> Lynn, I will, t- I will say there, I had a friend of mine do this, um, there are places called rage rooms where you oh, can go yeah. and just throw things, throw glass items up against a wall and break them. Wow, where are I dumb go in there. That's my next vacation.
7: <laughs> so I do know I don't know where all
6: they're located, but he is located in Anchorage.
2: So uh, nice. just do some research on a rage room. <laughs> okay. All right, next we have area code 561 ending in 906. You may talk
8: and tell us who you are. Hi, it's Jill. This is Jill. Jill. I would uh, break some glass with Lynn. That kind of sounds fun. Uh, Maybe you could go to a Greek restaurant where they throw the plates on the (laughs) ground. We used to have one of those where I... um, lived and people loved it and they'd actually break the dishes so um, but the one thing I think would be uh, fun but I know I would never do a scuba dive um, just that the I know how to swim really well and I've gone underwater but just that sensation of being submerged and um, with the oxygen and I don't know it just kind of scares me but i would imagine it would be so beautiful to see all the sea life that's there and um if you're able to see that but so that's something i would never do but i bet it is amazing
1: very nice thank
2: you jill
8: Mm -hmm. thank you
2: next we have angela
9: i would probably (laughs) This is, may seem mundane, but I'd probably ride on a, but it, like my mom does, my mom, ha, we have a two-seater motorcycle, so I'd probably ride with my stepdad on a motorcycle. It sounds fun, but I've ridden on a four-wheeler before, ran did into our pole building, and I, I'm not even going to ride on the back of anything like that because you're two out in the open but it sounds fun. <laughs> Rachel. <okay>. Probably so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead Rachel.
10: <laughs> um, one thing that sounds fun but I wouldn't do it would be bungee jumping. Oh yeah. <laughs> because I've seen too many people like stop that. Um, I've seen too many people get hurt Like, I haven't really seen it, but, like, too many people get hurt, especially on those zip lines. I mean, like, why? Maybe (laughs) it's just not for me, like, especially because, like, like, like us, you you can't really see. Like, so, like, we're more afraid of heights and, like, if, like, if we get ear infections and our balance is off and we get dizzy, uh, hello. (laughs) Right. No, thank you. (laughs) Maybe I'm just a baby, but I don't know. No. I mean, there's some people out there that
1: are really into adrenaline, you know, and getting that rush.
10: But thanks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. Any other? John, Teresa. I'm sorry. I said, thank you for having me on. Oh, I'm glad you're here. I think your bird likes me too, if that's what he is. Yeah, she she likes people talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: so
2: cute. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, we currently don't have any further hands. So, okay.
1: Um, let's see. Okay. Next question. If you could live anywhere, where would it be? Myself, I've always wanted to um, live in Scotland. I'm not sure why exactly, um, but I love the accent. And it's always so pretty, all the pictures I've seen and, and everything and the history, and I'm not I don't have any Scott Emmy that I know of, but I don't, it just calls to me. So where would you like to live if you could?
2: Well, Tori is going to tell us where she would (laughs) like to live. Somewhere where there's snow.
3: (laughs) Actually, I had the opportunity to um, live somewhere else and ended up coming back home every single time. Um, I thought that I'd want to live somewhere like Canada with all the snow and I thought I'd like to live in Scotland although I never even got up the guts to completely to actually go there in the end and I thought it would be great to live down on southeast coast right on the beach and the time that I spent living in Canada was great and the time that I spent living on the southeast coast was great but if I could choose which I have been able to where I'd like to live I'd like to live where I am in Wales oh uh, every single time I've moved away I've ended up wanting to come home so we've got some of that picturesque um scenery that you were right. saying about from Scotland here um you have definitely have the history definitely got the history and yeah so if i could choose i know from experience that i would always choose to come back home
1: that's really nice
2: all right well next we have rachel again all right
10: rachel for me um even though i live in franklin there's not much transportation here um so i think i'd rather live in the city I think it would be Boston.
1: Oh, that's a nice city.
10: Because you can hear like all the sounds. Yeah, there might be trash trucks at like, oh brother, like three or four in the morning or earlier. But that's okay. I'd be able to live with that. Yeah, you might get crazy people. Sure, there's crime. But that's like certain parts of the city. You just have to. You would just have to ask, like, you know, your mayor of the city, but I would love that. That would be so cool. Wonderful. Yeah. You never know what the lottery could bring you, right?
1: Exactly.
10: Maybe it'll happen. And you can't win if you don't play. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And then you guys could come visit me in the city and I could take you to eat and everything.
1: Sounds lovely. (laughs)
2: okay do we have
1: anyone
2: yes next we have lisa the motor city kitty
1: hi lisa hello how are you doing good how are you
7: wonderful um if i can pick where i would want to live i would love to live in italy i think it's such a romantic city and it's just just, to me it's full of rich culture and it's just a I don't know it's it just seems like a really nice place to be and you know from some of the movies that I've seen on TV and some of the things that I've read in books and everything I'd love right. to like gondola ride and you know in Venice you know I'd love to see the the uh, ruins the ancient ruins I just I think that's where I wouldn't be yep very nice thank you.
2: All
10: right.
9: Next is Angela. Angela, uh, I, um, I would like to live somewhere close to a beach, like in North Carolina, which is where my mom and stepdad are planning on or planning on when maybe in a year or two moving there during the summer t- or during the winter time or something like that and coming back in the summer but i'd love to live near beach because i love even though i don't swim i love to get in the water and stuff like that (laughs) so i like to be near an ocean oh yeah nice all right
2: next we have ray
11: Well, I first of all, I rode a bicycle for over 25 years. And since nineteen eighty-nine, I followed professional bicycle racing. And for three weeks every year, they have a three week tour in France, Italy, and German and on um, Spain. Yeah. And I would choose I would choose Italy because I'm half Italian and I've heard that some of my family live in northern Italy. And I just started to get to know some of my family little by little, but I'm more um, in touch with my mother's side of the family, which are Mex- Mexican. So anyway, it would be, Italy has always fascinated me. And like Lisa, Lisa said about the culture, the history, the food, the music, the people, everything. It's just something about Italy. So Italy it cool. is. So if I cover the northern part and Lisa covered the southern part, then we can come together and compare.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll <see> you there. <laughs> and
11: we can all come
1: and visit you.
11: <laughs> yes.
5: Next, we have Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hi, everybody. It's a great question. You know, I, I feel like I've been lucky because I've had the chance to live in different size places. So I grew up in a suburb in Long Island outside of New York city. So I had that experience and then I lived for 30 years in New York city. So I had the experience of living in a, in a big city with all the public transportation and, you know, the things that you can do in a city. And now I live in a small town in Connecticut. So I have that experience and I would say I really like living in a small town, but for me, of course, cause I don't drive, um, it's, it is very, very difficult to get around. Um, and having, you know, had access to public transportation for a long time and not having that now, it's kind, it's, it's very limiting. I mean, besides the pandemic, of course, you know, where we all had a, limit our activities, just the fact that it's hard to get to place to place. And, and I was used to being able to get around either walking or, or public transportation. So I think if I had my choice, um, my favorite city in the world actually is London. I really like theater a lot. And I just I like the whole kind of feel of it. Um, and they speak English. which <laughs> is there. Um, so I don't have to learn another language um, so I think if I could um, you know I, I would like to actually maybe not forever but for maybe a year or two you know to, to live there because I, I, I it feels different than New York to me um, and um, it, it's just I've, I've been there a few times and it's a really nice place but it, it's a great question because every place has it's you know I really like the pace of the small town Um, And if I could just figure out how to get around (laughs) easily. Right. Transportation. Happy. Um, Because people are really friendly and nice. And it's very welcoming. And I was so used to being in like, you know, the city is a very harsh environment. Um, People can be very unfriendly. And um, it's very overwhelming sometimes. Um, And in the smaller community, I found people are more accepting. But it's just the transportation is so, so difficult. So it's, it's a great question and I'm enjoying hearing everybody's answers to it.
1: Yeah, I've gotten very unlucky where we live too. I live outside of a city, five miles outside of tra- transportation. So there's, I, I'm just almost there to be able to, to get out more, but just lacking that five
2: miles okay so do
1: we have any other raised hands
2: courtney hi courtney hi
6: so the one place i would love to live um is on the east coast southern part of the east coast um on a beach just a little cottage where i have my own little private beach have a little cottage there, have a little picket fence around the property, you know, and so that I can walk out to the the water or sit on the sand anytime I wanted to.
1: So that would be what, North Carolina, South, or Georgia? From uh, anywhere from North Carolina, South, uh, to
6: not into Florida, you know, I just, I mean, yes, Florida is South, you know, considered part of the South, but it's just, I just like that Southern atmosphere, Southern hospitality type. And I'm not saying Floridians don't have that. I
1: just- It's different though.
6: Yeah, it's different.
1: Awesome. All right, well, we don't have any further hands right now, so. Okay, so it's time for another question. Okay. What are some qualities that you wish you had? Myself, I wish I had that I don't care attitude and not care about what others think of me all the time. Because it makes life really tough because I mean, there's so many things that I get worried about doing just because I'm worried about what they're going to think of me or are they going to laugh about me. But if I had that I don't care attitude, then maybe life would be easier so what are what is the quality you wish you had
2: all right angela what quality
9: do you wish you had so you know kind of the i don't care or on the other extreme to want to do everything like please people better you know like in the way of Kind of like what you know, my mom or yeah, basically my mom wants to be able to do that better, you know. But but that's about it. Either <laughs> is, is those two. Okay.
3: All right, Tori. My answer is pretty much the same as yours, Teresa. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I, I wish I had that um, carefree. I don't care what people think kind of attitude that, you know, I could just go ahead and do stuff and not worry about what people think without having to second guess everything. Like, Oh my God, what are they going to say? What are they going to do? Every time I do something like, Oh, did I do it right? Are they pleased with it? Are they upset with me?
1: I am the exact same way. Do you wear your feelings on your sleeve too?
3: Yeah, you know, and worry so much that it doesn't help with my sleeping pro- uh, issue. <laughs> right. Yeah. I understand completely. So I, I wish I could um, embrace whatever quality it is that gives people the ability to say, you know what, I'm just going to do it and I don't care what people think.
2: Yep.
8: All right, Jill. Um, well, I think this is probably a lame answer, but I wish I could see. <laughs> I, and I, I ne- I've always been legally blind, and so I don't know any different than that. But every once in a while, I daydream about that. That's just, in all honesty, that's um, something I wish, still always wish, but I'm content with accepting you know what right my I, and that's, that's I understand the way it is, completely I'm sure a lot I of think everybody in this call kind of yeah. wishes that yeah I know so um and then I wish I wasn't so sensitive um like like I'll see stuff on the news and then it affects me like as if it happens to me like just everything in the world, like. I take right. it so to heart. Like with, um, I guess, I don't know if having a disability made me more empathetic. I guess that's kind of a good quality that comes—you get more sensitive to uh, other people. And but just like stuff on the news, like with when George Floyd, that is like I, when I hear that, and it just makes me so. Sad and like now with like Ukraine and the people like just I I carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. I wish I had that ability to like. So maybe we should limit the time
1: watching the news.
8: I know. Yeah. So that's something I wish I had more of. Um, that I don't care. Not like more like I can just distance from that a little bit it gets
1: I'm, so heavy. Right. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So you just need to find a release mm-hmm. and put it into your artwork, you know? Yes. Yeah, release art, yeah. it in and, and create. And you'll never mm-hmm. know what you can come up with.
8: Yep. Well thank so, you for sharing, Jill. That was that, that was kind of a downer, but it was truthful.
5: Michelle, oh, I'm so sorry.
8: Oh no, you're fine,
1: Desi. Go ahead,
5: Michelle. Sure. Well, I I think Jill that we we all feel that way about the Ukraine situation. I was just talking to a whole group of people this morning about different charities that people can donate to, and I, I think we all feel, you know, helpless and and uh, and and scared for them, and you know it's 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 really a, an appalling situation so the way you feel I think is how how we all feel it's 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 very very tragic um to answer your question I, I thought of two things um the first thing I wish I was was more disciplined because I'm not a very disciplined person and I can think of so many areas in my life that I would you know I make all these lists all the times and I tell myself, you know, every day I'm going to, you know, not to do a lot, but just do a little bit on this project all the time. And I'm not great at this. I, I tend to <laughs> you know, I tend to focus on stuff that I want to do and not stuff that I don't want to do. So I wish I was a little more disciplined. Um, and the other thing is I actually have a extremely difficult relative that I deal with all the time who's so critical of me. And I really wish I could be the kind of person – who could just listen and like just let it, you know, roll off my back. I, I really do because I, I have to deal with this person and it just kills me every time that I have to talk to her and I don't have a choice. Um so right. I like to be the kind of person that, you know, and I understand the situation for what it is and I know it can't change, but I, I you know, I understand what everybody's saying about being sensitive because and I think particularly you know, if you have to deal with somebody like what even as a boss or or whatever your situation is, I find it hard not to, you know, not to like buy into the criticism a little bit. So I wish I could be better at just like compartmentalizing or deflecting it or whatever people right. do.
1: That yeah, would be a criticism is a hard thing to take sometimes.
11: Yeah. Especially definitely.
1: if it negatively, you know, no positive positivity to it at all exactly i would like somebody to say okay i really like this part but if you try this the next time it could make it better
5: instead of saying oh that was awful you should not (laughs) do that exactly there's there's a much softer way to a more compassionate way to to say it i agree with you that would you know if it was half and half but not if it's all negative all the time i agree right Very true.
2: All right, Ray, your turn.
11: What I wish I could do is go into any situation with a room full of strangers, go up and introduce myself to every stranger and tell them in the future, if you ever see me, come over and say hello. Hello. But I have no trouble if I'm waiting for a train or bus or walking. People just tend to talk to me and I start talking to them like we're long lost friends. But I wish I could just um, circulate and just introduce myself and be so open. But I just close up.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I understand that one. I can like myself when my husband and I go out and he wants to go have a drink and play pool. I feel so, I don't know, uneasy that I go put myself in a corner and I crochet mm. and, and just focus on me and what I'm doing and, and just kind of pretend everybody else is not there because it makes me Mm
11: -hmm. and i'm sitting down i'm moving my head like well someone come over come over you know i'm not just standing like a statue and people are passing me like i'm invisible and (laughs) yeah anyway that's something i wish i could do
2: okay all right next we have rachel
10: um i wondered um Like, I wish that I didn't put myself down so much, like, or beat myself up over things.
1: Yeah, Um, that's, that's a tough one.
10: And especially like when people change their tone of voice. And I know, like, I know that they're not mad, but like they sound it and maybe it's because I can't see. And sometimes I take it as a criticism and. They like say that they're not criticizing, but to me, they are.
1: Right, and so I don't with,
10: know
1: how, how I can with technology that. the way it is now. A lot of things are done through text messages and emails, where you can't even hear the tone, but just the way you read it makes yeah. them sound like they're angry or criticizing just, you.
10: This is just general talk.
1: Yeah, you
10: know. like in okay. a general conversation and i don't know right
1: where you can hear the tone
10: yeah and then the agen- the adrenaline there we go the adrenaline starts pumping and that makes me want to lash out and i don't want to lash out in anger so i don't know how to fix that so
1: You have
6: to wonder. Yeah. So Rachel, a suggestion on the negative self-talk. When you you know, have that negative thought about yourself, then you need to find a way to follow it up with two positive thoughts. So, you know, if you say, well, I'm just, and, and, you know, I'm no good. Then, okay, well, stop and think, I'm good at something, so, you know, I'm, I'm good at cooking or uh, I'm good at communicating. So you know, if you start with that, start taking those negatives and turning them into a positive, at least two positives. That might help stop the negative talk or, you know, um, or even lessen it. And keep a journal. I mean, you know. I don't know if you know if you, you know, are low vision and do large print or braille, but you know, when you have those negative thoughts, sit down and, you know, on an index card or something, write two positive thoughts. So you know take two index cards and write two positive thoughts on them. And file those away in a box. So when you start having those negative thoughts, You can go back to your positive, read what you've written, and you'll start feeling better about yourself.
1: Good idea. Question there, Courtney. Ma'am? I said that was very good. Thank you. I hadn't thought about the positive affirmations that would help. Yeah, I've
6: heard a lot, you know, when somebody said, you know, they, they go to like their supervisor or... friend or someone, and they have a complaint, then that person will turn around and say, okay, what are two solutions to your complaint? And nine times out of 10, it's not really a complaint. It's just usually because the person is having a bad day or just a bad couple of hours or something. And so that's kind of what I'm drawing from is, you know, when you have that negative, think of two ways to fix that negative and turn it into a positive.
10: Does that sound Um, something like you could do, Rachel? Yes. um, I think I can do that. Can that go on my morning, my morning pages? Can those go on the morning pages?
6: Yes, It can go wherever you want it to go. You know, If you want to write it in lipstick on the bathroom mirror, you know, you can, wherever you want to put it, uh, if it's in your morning pages or, um, you know, in the book, she tells us not to read our morning pages. Um, If you put it in there, I would also recommend that you put it on a note card, something that you can go back to, and then you're writing it twice. And that's just reinforcing that positivity.
10: Gotcha. Okay. Thank you.
2: You're welcome, Rachel. All right. Next we have Lynn.
4: Yeah. So, um, what I would like to sort of change about myself is I wish that I was less emotional. Um, Um, I tend to get sad about things and, um, sort of, um, I'm affected by things a lot. Like, like I, I always, I always say that I am like a, like a, if you've ever had a tooth that's broken you have that exposed nerve and everything hits it, right? Like the ice water, the hot coffee, the salt and the chips, everything hits that nerve and that's, that's really how I feel. And it makes me, it keeps me sort of um, like a bundle of nerves all the time. And it's like, I don't know how to, I guess I'd like to be more resilient in general. Um, um, and more assertive, you know, like the window breaking thing is funny because what I would like to be able to do is to get angry and express it. and. Um, Don't know how, except with, (laughs) so, I mean, it's funny how so many of us have the same, I can identify with almost everything that you guys are saying. And I wonder if these are just artistic traits, you know, here we all are all creators. And I just wonder if these are things that we have in common and that kind of brings us together, like these particular traits, you know, I don't know. It's interesting to me.
1: It, it really is interesting. I was kind of wondering the same thing. Because emotions tie so much into, into art and being creative. And, it, and it's a good way to express it too. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about going outside or something and just screaming? or throw something to get the anger out no I don't I haven't screamed in a long long time I don't know if I can you just go outside and scream as loud as you can when I was working I um used to get really angry sometimes and I'd also get very hot sometimes so I Mm -hmm. found there is a nice deep freezer,
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is
1: locked and everything <laughs> and closed shut, and nobody can hear you. And I would go in there to cool off, or I'd go in there and I would just scream as loud as I could. Oh, man, and then I, I don't. I would and then I'd be fine.
6: <laughs> and you know, I have been to you know those points in my life where. I just wanted to throw things and I've done it. Um, You know, (laughs) thank goodness it was pots and pans that I hadn't my dishes, (laughs) you know, but, you know, I'm I'm ashamed to admit that to a degree. Um, But yes, and a lot of mine stems from The blindness, you know, it's Mm -hmm. part of, to me, it's part of that grieving process that we go through when we, for me, when I realize I've lost more sight, um, you know, of course the grieving process, you know, the periods are a lot farther apart now and they're a lot shorter instead of, you know, months or weeks or days. It's just like a few hours or a few minutes now, and then I'm over it, but you know yeah when you get angry go outside or lock yourself in a closet or something and let it out and scream you know I'm blessed to have a husband who lets me do that he stands there he is very patient with me and lets me throw things lets me scream let me yell and yes cuss fuss (laughs) you know (laughs) and he just he's he never says anything you know and it of course scares the crap out of the dog but you know but but he he lets me do that um and if you have that someone in your life that it'll let you do that then yeah you're blessed but but yes you know, lock yourself in that closet or that room or that freezer or go outside you know and just scream because it feels good So now y'all probably know more about me than y'all wanted to
1: know. <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> oh, no, that's what this is all about. Getting to know each other. Mm. You know, we can turn to each other for help. You know, when we're having a moment and we need someone to vent to that will understand. Mm. We're, we're trying to become friends so that we can help each other.
2: Do we have any more? Yes, we do. Um, Before before I call on the next person, I will just say quickly, because I know I'm really talking out of turn, but it occurred to me that something that I learned to do, if you don't have a room or somewhere where you can scream without people hearing you very much, you can go in your bedroom and bury your face in your bed pillow and scream into it. And it cuts (laughs) down the sound a lot. (laughs) <laughs> that's a good one next we and, have lisa
6: and to add to desi's you can also hit that pillow too <laughs> and it
1: doesn't hit
7: back and you don't break a hand right. so sorry
6: to interrupt you there lisa
7: that's okay that's really funny Desi, because i actually had to do that today um <laughs> uh a quality that i like would like to i wish i had was a filter with an off and on switch because if it comes up, it's coming out and don't ask (laughs) anything that you don't want to know the answer to, because I'm going to give you my answer, right, wrong, or indifferent. And sometimes I can be, I know I can be a little abrasive and I need to wind that back. So I just wish I had that on and off switch that would help me a lot.
1: Is there anything that you do that
7: helps? Um, I, I sometimes if I, I, I kind of stop and think, you know, maybe I'll, I'll pause or something like that, you know, before I say something, you know, or you know, I, it used to be because I can see the person's face, but you know, I'm new to the sight loss. I lost my sight three years ago, so I used to be able to read people's. Faces very well and now it's like I can hear their tone I can hear you know what it's just that that feeling that I get you know and if you ask me something and it comes out to me the wrong way you know for me then I, I'm gonna do well that. you could
1: always count to
7: three slowly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then answer yeah every time <laughs> I, I, you know what? I think I've tried that and sometimes it, it it still pops off, you know, so maybe I need to count to 10 or something like that. I don't, I don't, three is too short for me. So, is, <laughs>
1: so you need 10?
7: I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Yes. <laughs> maybe 10 <laughs> might work. <laughs> Thanks.
2: <laughs> Ray.
11: <clears throat> did you say Ray?
2: I did. Oh, oh I'm
11: good. I she said hey. <laughs> oh no, no, sorry.
2: Well my uh, my throat was, needed to be cleared, sorry. <laughs> well that's oh, what the funny. AY
11: it could be with the A with the AY, it could be so many words in the alphabet, right? right. <laughs> but anyway, I would like to um comment on the screaming, but I want to say this to uh Lisa, learn to count in it in Italian one to ten. So that's the first step. <laughs> said you're interested in Italy, but the reason I want to um, talk you about screaming... get us to
7: Italy one way or the other, aren't you? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes.
11: <laughs> but I want to say this about screaming, uh, and um, my brother and I, have, and I'm blessed that my brother's able to take me, and he benefits from it too. And we've been doing this for the last eight years. That three to four times a year, we go to the cemetery to visit our parents and our sister, and we just lost our mom eight years ago. So, like I said, we never know if we're going to be crying, screaming, laughing, swearing, you know, and people are are around you and they hear you. There's not one uh, ends up talking about you because they've done it there, too. And that's the place to release your emotions. And like my brother says, Ray, I wish we could come more because every time we leave, I feel so cleansed and so refreshed. I said Tom, I do, too. So, um, and like we said, we give our ch- each other our space and we understand and we respect whatever's gonna come out of our mouth on that particular day. But sometimes it's positive and sometimes it's negative. And sometimes it's just talking to them. And what I get a lot out of is feeling uh, the grace with my fingers and I never done that. And when, when, one time I just did that and it was so nice. And I just felt closer to all three of them. So I just wanted to express that. Hello?
2: That was lovely, Ray. I, I heard you. I don't know. Sorry, oh, you. I had
1: to let the dogs out. <laughs> that That <laughs> is a nice idea. And because everybody goes there and has those kind of emotions.
11: Mm-hmm. And you're outdoors and you can be as loud as you want.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> All right. Next week. Thank have you Tori. for sharing. You're welcome. Come. I just wanted to comment on the um, frustration thing. Um, my nan made uh, me and my brother a basically a very solid big rag doll. We just called it man. And if when we were getting frustrated, we'd beat him up. Uh, nobody, got, <laughs> nobody got hurt except man. and He couldn't feel it. So. Um, I don't have access to man anymore, um, but, well, let's just say the scatter cushions on my sofa are not always scattered because of the dogs, and I don't only have them for decoration. (laughs) Even Daisy liked that one. (laughs) But, yeah, so find something you can uh, uh, beat up or throw about without it causing damage to let the frustration out. And, um, you know, especially if you haven't got anywhere, you can go and scream. Um, And I hope that um, like like me and Courtney, you have somebody who will let you have your moment if you need it. Um, Because my husband's pretty good about it, even though I have broken dishes before um, a couple of times. He usually just waits for me to finish and then says, you should probably go out of the room so I can clean up. (laughs) (laughs) Len,
1: uh, so does that sound like some things that you might be able to try
4: Uh yeah um yeah i think so i think so i like the pillow idea you know yeah there was
3: some Sparing good ideas there yeah especially if, but- especially if you've got a dog that you can blame on the fact that the you have if you miss picking a pillow up afterwards I don't I wish I did, but have you got a cat? (laughs) A kid? Anything? (laughs) But I think
4: partly with me is I need to express that anger to certain people. You know what I mean? I I I really need to not hurt anyone, but I do need there are things that need to be said that I don't say. And and boy, it's just mm.
3: have you thought most of it out and then
4: yeah. Yeah.
1: Sometimes, Sometimes, but I like to write things out to the person that I want to say something to and get it right and look at it and edit it and make it sound not as harsh. Right. And then be able to say it because if it comes out at the moment, you might regret some things that you say.
4: Yeah. 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 I think if and people, if saw me angry, I think it would, it would be, sh- they would probably think that I was, I don't know. Cause I'm just not, I'm just so even keeled, but I'm like inside, I'm like, you know?
6: <laughs> yeah. And I will say, and this is the name of the doll. Okay. So over here in the States, we have where you can buy called Damn it dolls. Oh, you know, oh. I've never heard this yeah so I mean it's just like a plush doll you know you can wrap your hands around its neck and strangle it or shake <laughs> it or throw it up against the wall um you know maybe we could put a little mechanism in it where it sounds like dishes crashing when land throws it up against the wall
1: <laughs> you know um, I wonder if yeah, Amazon they- sells it.
6: I'm sure they do but but yeah I mean they're they're out there and you know, Liam. If nothing else, you can knit your own. I was just going to say that. I was like, get my my crafting <laughs> and and use it as a therapeutic. <laughs> maybe that's a class I should teach. Is knitting? Yes, use a dead gummit doll. We'll
9: call it. <laughs> uh, Good if, one. Um,
6: uh, and and I'm not trying to promote violence or anything, but just something to help get your frustration out. So y'all, please don't <laughs> report me for promoting <laughs>
9: Amazon does not good to
7: hold all that in. You gotta let that out. It's better, yes, you do. It's or it starts eating away.
1: It yes. Better it's to true. be silenced
3: towards a dollar a pillow. Yep. <laughs> so we do have right. still a couple more. Better hands. to get be aiming at a dollar a pillow. Oh. Than- um all right. First
2: we have Lisa G. Hi Lisa.
0: Hi. Thank you for the phone call for, for sharing everybody. one thing I did years ago, um an anger therapy i went to a weekend of it take a baseball bat to a bed you beat the crap out of the bed to get your anger out (laughs) i am uh, i'm defeated i am so defeated i have uh some kind of jaw infection supposedly in two spots i have a bone infection my uh, but not my root it's in my bone and I'm getting the runaround. I went to an ER and they didn't hear me. And the doctor was going to give me a medicine I'm highly allergic to, an opioid I'm highly allergic to. And I can't believe he was going to do And he just dismissed me. And then he says, oh, you have periodontal disease. I do not have periodontal disease. I have a bone scan that shows I have bone infection. I got a whole body bone scan because it's so bad. Because my leg hurts. I thought it was that. And, and, and then today I hung on today. I hung on today, just for that phone call with the infectious disease doctor. And the nurse talked to me so much, no. And, and then she said, Oh, call, he'll call you right back. He looks over the notes and he goes, No, you should go see your dental, your um, you know, oral surgeon who did an implant. And he says, Oh, no, go see you. And then didn't even say the oral surgeon, just said go see your dentist. And then, and then he'll reschedule the meeting. Well, I lost it. I lost it. And the woman's like. You know, she got annoyed with me after a while because I literally couldn't speak. I couldn't control myself. I haven't cried like that. And I couldn't. I've tried to in doing the the artist's way and stuff. And I was like, you know, let let me release some stuff. And I couldn't. Well, it all came to a head. (laughs) And I still have no resolution. My one tooth broke off last. One tooth is coming out. One broke off that was capped. Another cap is getting ready. My teeth are moving. I can feel them. I've been saying this for months. And um, I have no resolution yet, so I'm really frustrated. It's wonderful to listen to people and how they handle things, because I have no strength for, to be angry. And all. I'm just trying to every moment for years is about one step forward, one step forward, one step forward. And I've just been beaten down. So I appreciate hearing everybody and the support of everybody, because I need to. I need.
1: You I need, need a to doll.
7: <laughs> I didn't one of
0: those I have, doll no I have a damaged I have a damn doll, um, but it's just like I thought I had. So I'm Mars yet another day, and uh, the antibiotic isn't really working quite. Two antibiotics, and I can't take antibiotics. That's how desperate I'm. It's like, sure, give them to me. I don't care. So I just, I, you know, I'm. I didn't make a date with myself. I didn't even realize because I was in so much pain. And I couldn't function. (laughs) How does the artist's way go when you can't function? Like I literally couldn't function. I couldn't even think about a date. I read it in the notes and and email. It was funny. I'm like, oh, my God, the artist (laughs) date. It was so simple. But I am doing some things in it. And I got something fixed in my bathroom. The the, the toilet was in wrong because I put the wrong size in. So the smell was coming into the bathroom. That was horrendous. I'm in an apartment building, a condo in Florida. So I took care of myself with that. So I'm I'm gonna say I'm proud of myself. It was a lot of money, but I did I didn't care. Getting into the abundance of it, it's like, no, this is for my happiness, you know, and for my well being. I have to do this. And uh you know, so I appreciate each and every one of you on here. I'm not complaining, I'm tr- I'm making it through one moment at a time, sometimes five minutes at a time. Um, but Thank you for sharing. Everybody's sharing is making me feel included. It's making me feel like I'm a part of something because, you know, I've just kind of felt dismissive with doctors and um, I'm hoping every day, I hope, you know, tomorrow's another day. Let's hopefully make this one better. So, um, well, I'm thank really you glad
1: for- you came tonight then, Lisa. We really oh, appreciate God. you sharing too.
0: Thanks.
2: Thank
3: and if you have
0: a baseball bat and you, you have the energy to you know <laughs> you know be beating that and focusing on someone or something and hitting that bed it really does I mean my arms I remember years ago I still remember like I was just exhausted where I fell in the bed and got all that anger out of me that so was for me get well a picture I know sometimes of that doctor, a picture.
7: get a picture of that doctor that dismissed you and put it on that dang
0: it doll
2: <laughs> <laughs> I never even
0: got to meet with him yet. He wants to, oh, my to do another telehealth. It was a telehealth. Thank God I didn't spend hours on transportation trying to get to him. So that was the godsend. See that? Thank you. See that? There's the takeaway. I could have spent hours on transportation and then, well, I don't know what would have happened. but they didn't do it today. They didn't do it. They did all telehealth. But, um, but yeah, I just, um, I-, I just don't have a... Resolution. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Desi, do we have any more hands? We
2: we do, and I just want to say I feel kind of bad because Barbie had her hand up and and then she must have had to leave because now she's gone.
1: But, oh um, no.
2: But next is Ray.
1: Okay, Ray.
11: Well, first of all, you just keep getting better and she even if it's 1%, and that 1% just keeps on climbing, right? You do there do the best you can and just hang in there and that goes for everybody. And um, I was just thinking back in the 1960s when I used to always go to all my cousins' houses and we all had them. And then when we had come, we would just punch them until our arms were so tired. It had sand on the bottom and you would punch it and then it would come back to you. Does anyone know the name of that? This was back in the 1960s and early oh, 70s. Oh,
7: yep. I do remember that thing. It, it had like a Bozo the Clown face Yes, on
11: uh-huh. it. and it had different figures on them. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like a little Bop it thing. It's like a yes. it's plastic,
11: mm-hmm. it's
7: kind of cone-shaped. Yeah. And it had the sand, and you hit it. And, and the sand in the bottom. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I remember those.
11: Yes, and There's I haven't thought about what
7: it was called though.
11: Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't thought about. I haven't... Go ahead. I'm sorry.
7: Was it punching bag? It's not really a punching bag, yeah. but it, it had like little animated faces on it. You had different mm-hmm. faces. Yeah, I know what. It was. On it. I'm just mm-hmm.
0: trying to think. It's... I thought the name had something to do with punching it or something. Uh, I think it right was with... actually
3: just called a ball pit or something like that. A ball pit bag or something like that. At least mm-hmm. the versions they had when I was little were, but um, it didn't work for us because my brother hit it too hard. And yeah, you can't <laughs> <have limits. laughs> All right, do we have any more hands
1: up? No more hands right now. Okay, so the next question is What makes you smile when you're having a bad day? Me, it would be my dog. Darcy, she's a little Yorkie, and we found each other in a very bad time, and we helped each other out. And she pushes and forces me to do things when I just am having a really bad day, and she'll come up and she'll um, <laughs> bring one of her toys with her and just keep putting it on my lap or putting it on my hands. She'll even come up and put it on my head trying to get me to play with her. She she just pulls me right out of a bad day. So what makes you smile when you're having a
3: bad day? Tori, what makes you smile? Well, once again, my answer is pretty similar to yours, Teresa, because <laughs> um, it's my pet but it's in particular um, Logan and Artemis. Artemis is I don't know if you remember but she's my tortoise yes and and even though people say oh it's a tortoise it doesn't do anything she will when I open her tank she will come waddling up to me and she will ignore my husband with food in his hand in favor of coming to me even if I've got nothing in my hand oh and she will then nuzzle her head against my finger And that never fails to make me smile, just knowing that 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 something like a tortoise loves me that much, you know. Um, But also Logan, um, he does this thing where he kind of hugs himself against your leg and then he'll look up at you. And even though I can't see, you can feel the love that he's looking at me with. The way that he just looks up at me adoringly.
0: Right. And my husband
3: my husband says you can just see how, see how much he loves me. And he's kind of hugging my leg. And um, if I rub his ear, um, he'll, he makes this little contended noise. And how can you not smile at that?
1: <laughs> right. Thank you for sharing. Okay. It looks like Lisa. we
2: have... The Motor yeah. City Kitty, <laughs> Lisa,
7: that one. Am I unmuted? Am you are. Um, I would say the same. I don't have um dogs, but I have two cats. And one in particular, her name is Roxy. She is my ace boon coon. That's what I'll say. She follows me around the house. She's probably laying on this bed right now. Probably surprised you can't hear her snoring. <laughs> um, <laughs> She will come downstairs, if I'm downstairs and she wants me to come upstairs with her and lay down or take a nap or whatever, she'll meow, meow, just keep me out and keep me out and keep me out. And my husband is like, what's wrong? What do you want? You know, he's feeding her food. She don't want the food. She don't want nothing. I pick her up and bring her upstairs and that's what she wants every time, you know, so That's my little buddy. I guess she says, it's time for you to take a nap. You need to lay down or, you you know, she wants wants to run things. (laughs) So that's my little buddy. And she usually does when I'm not having a good day, she'll nuzzle up to me and, you know, you hear her purring and whatever. So that's my little bud.
1: Thank you for sharing that. Mm
2: -hmm. All right. And next we have Rachel. Hello. Hello. What makes
1: you
10: smile on a bad day, Rachel? Um, for me, um it would it would be my parents and my guide dog shadow because um I can talk to my parents at any time and with my guide dog shadow, if I talk to her, her tail always goes. I could ask her a question and her guide dog. <laughs> Her tail would always wag. (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. She's something else. She is something else. And she's right next to me on the bed right now. Oh. I think partly because I said her name, so she thought I needed her.
1: mine went running outside because they heard geese flying by and all the honking noise so they have to go out and chase even though they're in the air (laughs) whoops well
10: as long as it's the yard right well thanks for letting me share
1: anytime yep okay who do we have next jill
2: is next Okay, Jill.
8: I would have to say my dogs as well. I have a retired um, guide dog. And she's been, um, she's 13 now. So she's been retired since she's 10. And she's hanging in there and um, doing well. And then I have just a pet, uh, a King Charles Cavalier. And he's, um five and it's um they're just good friends they're always around and follow me around the house and so they're i could always count on a smile with them
1: (laughs) very good okay and who
2: is next ray is next
11: uh, that would be very easy for me because she knows me so well. Uh, if I if I'm talking to her in person or talking to her on the phone, because she knows all my moves after five years, that would be my girlfriend.
1: Oh, how sweet!
11: Yeah, I feel very lucky and very fl- blessed.
2: Well, that's very good. Okay, Miss Courtney is next. Oh, Courtney. Um.
6: Well, I have two things. Um, Now, one of them is is my baby girl, um, Ladybug. She is so funny. But um, the one that really brings a smile to my face is I have a special friend. And anytime I get a text message from them, um, it, it brightens my day. And especially if it's an audio message where there's a chipmunk voice that that's it doesn't matter what kind of mood i'm in when i hear that chipmunk voice it, it makes me smile
1: that's really nice to have a friend like that yes okay is there any more hands marcia
12: oh hi marcia
2: hi.
12: glad you're here with us yeah usually I'm at the Elks Club playing piano with a bunch of guitar players. So um, I didn't want to go tonight because it's bike week and it's raining and oh. you know, I got to stay <laughs> home. Um, I wanted to share two two things. Number one, when she mentioned her cats. Yes, that's the same way with jazz, my cat, because he brings in a um, he brings his wand with a mouse at the end and the bell. So I always know where he is and he brings it to me. And one day he he usually puts it on the floor, but one day he was really desperate. So he came up on the coffee table and put it right in front of me. And that makes me smile. The thing that has, ha- has happened and I wanted um, you all to know about it is that Jazz will start meowing. He'll go meow and I'll meow. He'll go meow and I'll meow. And I'll, meow. And I was copying him, and I was thinking, you know, we think that mocking somebody is, is, is a bad thing, but he'll keep it up for a long time.
1: Oh, it, wow. I,
12: so I feel like we're, I'm speaking cat. I know two languages, English <laughs> and cat. So, I mean, you know, that's okay, but um, the neighbor cat came over this morning at 6 a.m., and he meowed. And I, I meowed back at him and he did the same thing. So one of the things that I noticed is when with birds, when you hear them, they're ones here and ones far away. And that's how they speak. And they're speaking the same language. So I just wanted to share that because it's a kind of neat thing. The other thing was. I I wonder
1: what you're saying to them, though, huh?
12: I I don't know, but, (laughs) but but I imitate his, you know, his inflections as much as I can. The other thing I wanted to say is I have found myself sometimes when I can't do the ball bat and I can't scream and I can't, you know, I can't get rid of the rage that I feel. And so one day I was laying in bed. And I took the ball bat an imaginary hit, you know, hit the person that was had hurt me physically. And I mean, I was really hitting, hitting that ball bat. What's interesting is the body can't tell whether it's an imagination or it's real. So when I was beating with the, with the ball bat, my body actually jerked as though it was real. So this is something if you can't You know, if you can't get rid of it, it's something that you can do to survive.
1: Well, that's interesting. I I never really tried imaginary things before to help.
12: Yeah, I did another thing. I had a spiritual teacher. And one time I had so many things that were bugging me. And so I put him at the top of the mountain. And I took each one of the things, of course, you know, it was people and emotions, or it was it was not a thing like like an apple or a garbage pail or, you know, or something like that. So I took those things that were bugging me, the situations, the problems, and I put them in a great big sack. And so when I couldn't think of any more problems, I started dragging that sack up to dr bob and i i, I pulled and you know of course it's all uphill which is the way you, you feel when you know when you got a lot of problems so i pulled right. it all up to the top of this mountain and i gave them to him one by one one by one and he took them and he threw them over his shoulder and i thought well you know okay so when the bag got all empty um you know i i checked back a little later and what it was behind him was a compost pile so all those problems like a compost pile turned into flowers
1: <laughs> well that's really lovely
12: i know because when you have a compost pile you put all your you put all your uh, uh, what do you call it the wet garbage and the leaves and horse manure and whatever and you put it all in there you know it starts it gets all full you check back six months later and you got about a cup or or about uh an inch and a half of real dirt that you can grow stuff in so I wanted to share that one with you too
1: oh well thank you for the information Uh I don't know that much about composting but I like the idea of, 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 thinking like that, though. That's, that was nice.
12: Thank you.
2: Okay.
10: Lisa G. Yeah. Okay. Lisa G is ready.
0: Hi, I I had those moments yesterday and I needed to smile and have something nice. And I thought I would call my daughter-in-law on her Alexa. I'd gotten her for graduation. I thought maybe they'd catch them home. They just moved and uh, into a new home, beautiful home, they say. And, um, I was I was going to ask her if I could talk with my grandson. I have a grandson, he's seven, and a granddaughter going to be two, like next week. And um, surprisingly, he answered the phone. And they were in the car, and I felt like I was in the car with them, and it was wonderful. And then they went in the, and I thought she was going to hang up because they were going in the house. They stayed on the phone, and the dog. They put the dog in a crate because the dog's chewing on a new the, the wood entranceway, so they put, they cut a crate, put the dog in the crate. And put a nice bedding down. Well, my be, my, I call him my granddaughter, my first granddaughter, uh, first grandchild. She chewed up the bedding totally, and it looked like snow inside the crate. So my grandson goes in the crate, and he takes me on the phone with him. So the two of us are sitting in the crate, and he's just playing and playing and oh, throwing God. it up, and he's making himself look like he's got a beard, and then it's on his head, and then he buries me, and then he's like you know, he called, I have him call me Mima. I, I said, Mima, where are you? And you got to talk, make noise, make noise. So I'm making funny noises so he can find me because he buried me in the, in the shreddings of the, of the dog bed. <laughs> and it was just, you know, I, I, asked him, I, first thing I wanted was, I just want him to tell me a story. I just wanted to hear him talk, tell me a story. He did says, I don't know. I don't know any stories. He, he says, I don't have a story He says, Do you have a story. And I was down and out and like, no, I don't have a story. And that's when we went into the dog crate and played this dog crate he's so creative such a kind loving soul so uh talking to him you know he he is a special soul on this earth he really is oh that definitely makes me me smile it just made
1: me smile too just hearing you talk about it
0: oh my gosh (laughs) children are so precious they are
2: that they are all
0: right jesse
2: any more hands We have no more hands and we have about 14 minutes left. So, okay, let's see. What can I
1: ask? Okay, if you could go back to school, what would you study? Me, I would have liked to have studied art. So, I would like to learn more about art, how to draw, how how to paint that kind of stuff I'm very crafty at putting things together and things like that but to actually create using paint and pencils and markers and every everything I I don't know how to draw a picture (laughs) I can't draw a picture so I would like to learn that so what would you like to study if you went back to school
2: well, Tori has an answer.
1: All right, right, Tori.
3: Um, I would like to study music. Oh. Um, because um, I, I'm trying to learn to play the keyboard, but um, it would be great if I was able to learn properly you know, in a proper teaching environment with somebody who could teach me rather than basically trying to do it by myself with the occasional help of um, there's a call that I sometimes go on, but with her trying to work with the group, it's kind of limited how much she can help because everyone's at different levels. So I'd like to, you know, a a one-on-one proper music lesson. Um, And I'd also like to go to a drama school. Ooh,
1: fun. I'm too shy for things like that.
3: Well, that's why I don't. That's why I haven't. <laughs> because I technically technically, I could look into it. There are options. Um, my husband even looked into it for me once. And I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> he said, I said, they probably won't take me because I can't see. He's like, well, ask them. I said, no, 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 I can't ask them. So I'd like to do it, but I don't, it's again, one of those, I don't think I'm going to.
1: (laughs) All right, let's see, Desi and Courtney.
6: I didn't think I'd be that that quick. Um, Mine (laughs) would be to study more in depth um, or get more studies in depth of the Bible. I would love to do it. I did um, a couple semesters at a Christian college and um, thoroughly enjoyed it and wish I could go back.
1: Uh, Daisy thinks that's a good idea. Do you hear her squawking over here? (laughs) I did hear her squawking. Thank you, Daisy. Are you going to pay for it, Daisy?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's the big question. (laughs) Yes.
10: We have no
2: more hands currently.
10: Oh. Daisy says
2: she'll
3: pay for it if they take seed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it would be
1: the, the seed shells. <laughs> that she has
2: lots of. Okay. Oh, um. well, Lisa, G has her hand up again. Okay. Go ahead, Lisa.
0: Thank you. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think... I've gone to school a couple of times, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm not good at a lot of I don't want to learn a lot of stuff, but maybe painting. And just the person who is speaking um, about uh, drawing, you can do shape drawings. That's how you start like drawing something. you do a shape like an animal, you do the shit like circles and ovals and all. Huh. And uh, I would like to learn more about you know drawing too. I drew a I do a landscape of mountains, trees, birds, sun. It's like the four elements are in it: a waterfall, and it's just the four elements are in it. Um, oh, that then, you know, beautiful. Uh, earth, wind. What is the other one? Earth, wind, fire, fire and water. water. Um, yeah. So you know that I've done for years, but I so I don't know how to do, and I I feel inept at painting, and I realize through this this group, I, I'm afraid to use my, I use my creativity in ways, but there are some ways like I'm afraid to go there. And I think painting is, I don't feel, I don't feel I can, I can do it. And there was something in the artist's way. It's like, you know, a, a quote they had, somebody had his name started with a C and it's like, don't you have to go into art? I think it was without, um, with with uh, knowing that there is no perfection. You know, you have to step, I can't remember the quote, but you have to go into it knowing you're not going to have perfection. You have to accept, oh, you have to accept that there's no perfection.
11: And I right. guess I always went I into it that.
0: expecting. Yeah, remember that? I was, ex- I've been, I think, I, what, and that was very, that was very profound for me. Cause I think that's what I, I was always, I used to be a perfectionist. Yeah. Lose your vision, then try to be a perfectionist. Yeah. It doesn't work so well. Um, <laughs> um but, uh, I always say even with, with some vision loss that I never acknowledged, you know, I, I just had to get it right and get it on and the perfectionism and I gave that up years ago, although, you know, because I mean, you can't, you just can't. And that's really where it's at is giving up the perfectionism and, and just accepting that it's not perfect. And just going going towards somewhere. And I think I get so afraid of stepping forward maybe and, and getting it wrong. Getting it wrong, you know, that,
11: right. that changes
0: me. So just that painting is, is kind of exciting and drawing because that's like total creativity. Or, you know, you could do music and stuff. I don't think I'm musically inclined. I love to be <laughs> picking the guitar. But, um, yeah, so that was that would be where I'm at. Okay. That. Thank you. All
1: right, Desi, do we have any more hands?
2: One more. We have Lynn.
1: Okay, Lynn. Hi. Yes. Um. I I think if if I could
4: go back to school, um, I would. Well, let's see. If I could see, I would have been love to learn how to code, do um computer coding and uh, website design. Um, um, because I I feel like sometimes, gosh, wouldn't it be awesome if I could create my own software? Like we all have these complaints about the apps that we use, and it's like. If I could create my own app, I would do it this way or I would do it that way. But I think probably more importantly than that, as a blind person, I would go back and learn my blindness skills better. Um, I would learn to cook. I would learn to, and I, I know I can still do that, but I mean, I would really, almost I would pay somebody to just teach me good good blindness skills um, just a lot of things I don't know how to do that I think gosh I really should know how to do that you know um, like as a woman like how do you put on makeup stuff like that and right you know yeah, and I stuff totally like that, that and I never really <laughs> you know I was mainstreamed so I didn't go to a school for the blind I went to a resource firm as an, as a um, young person. But I went to regular school as an adult and there was huge emphasis on academics, but not these really important things, these life skills that I wish I had now as a blind person.
1: Yes, that that would be a very good thing for for a lot of us, I think.
11: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Lisa has her hand up again.
0: I wanted to make a comment. Okay, go ahead. I just want may May I make a comment? I just want to make a comment. There's a woman, and I think her name is Molly. I just texted my niece if she can answer me. Um, There's a, a blind woman who does YouTube videos, and she's totally blind, and she talks about makeup and hair. And all kinds of stuff. And she's be- my niece finds her very inspirational. My niece has no vision issues, but she finds her inspirational. And she shows how to do makeup without being able to see. Um, if next week, I will see if I can, I will have that name for you. I think okay. Molly Burke. I think that's yes, it. I've Molly B U R K E. Yeah. So if you YouTube her on makeup, do Molly Burke and makeup on YouTube and see if, you know, because she's apparently like, showing people how to do it you know it's like you can still do this you know but how does she and we have I guess my
4: concern is I tried it and somebody pulled me aside at work and said Lynn you know I'm going to be honest with you that you look like Bozo the clown right now so we need to go in the bathroom and fix your face (laughs) I must have had too much powder or something. And ever since then, I've been terrified to even try because I can't tell. I can't look at myself in the mirror. I like. And so that's that's one of those things that like I'd like to have my own YouTube channel. We you have to make yourself up. You know, you can't just. And it's like, hmm, you know, so, yeah,
1: yes, I have heard. Remember, of less, I, is no. <laughs> yes, <laughs> less is yes. more.
4: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: It doesn't hurt. <laughs> okay. I think we
1: have enough Tori. time left for
3: Tori. All right, Tori. I was also going to add a YouTube recommendation. There's somebody, her name is Lucy Edwards, not Edmonds like the Lucy on this, but <laughs> Edwards. Um, and she does a lot of how do blind people do this, that, and the other videos. And, well, she's she also works in the media, so she's in the public eye a lot of the time. Um and she manages to do it and she then explains to us how she does it. So she's also an option if you wanted to check her out. And also, if you're going to be doing YouTube channels, you don't necessarily have to be all made up with makeup. I don't wear makeup. I don't intend to wear makeup. Um, so and you know it's not compulsory. If you can't, if you can't get your makeup quite right, then just go
1: without it yep that's same for me i do i have my own youtube channel and i have shown my face one time (laughs) and i don't wear makeup i i stopped wearing makeup quite a while ago because it was just too hard to see because i'm losing my center vision and so i can't see detail but i can see enough to make a mess so i i just stopped (laughs) All right, so I'm so glad everybody came tonight and talked and shared and all that. Um, I feel like I know everybody a little bit better and feel more comfortable talking. I don't do good in big groups. Um, it takes me a little while to, to feel the room and, and, and understand the people and how the dynamics work. You guys made it very easy for me to chat tonight. So I want to thank you and I'm going to turn it over to Courtney. So she has a few minutes to talk. All right. Thank you all so
6: much for joining us tonight because without you, we wouldn't have this call. Um, We will be returning next week. Kayla will be back with us and we'll be on week five. Um. I want to say thanks to Teresa for facilitating tonight. Uh, you did an awesome job. And to Daisy, thank you so much for taking time out of your Wednesday evening to host for us. We really do appreciate it.
2: It was truly my pleasure. And, oh, you did an awesome job. Yes.
6: Thank you. And to all of you again, thank you so much for coming because, like I said, without you, we wouldn't have this call. And um, if you want to get in touch with Teresa, Kayla, or myself, you can send us an email at creativejourney.kc at gmail.com. And if you want to join the listserv, you can also send a blank email to creativejourney plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And if you forget all that, you can look in the description of this call that came in your daily email. And there are links to both the email address and how to subscribe to the listserv. If there is something you would like to see us do or do better on this call, please just shoot us an email and let us know what you'd like to see or where you think we could improve. We would greatly appreciate that. Um, We're looking at once this session is over, taking a break for a few weeks and then starting it over. And um, so we want you to come back again and share at that time when we do start it again. So, again, thank you all so much for joining us tonight, and I hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday evening.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the creative journey i'm so grateful you were able to join us if you would like to get in contact with us please send an email to creativejourney.kc at gmail.com if you would like to join us in zoom each week please send an email to community at acb.org thank you and i hope you have a beautiful day